What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 391 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. It's your host, Jordan Stoltz. And in today's show, talking about workouts, of course, because it is Wednesday. And I'm going to talk a little bit today about one of the basic concepts, actually two concepts of training, which is intensity and volume. What is the debate between the importance of the two? How do you mesh the two together? And how do you balance them in your own training program? Um, This is something that you essentially need to master if you want to become good at writing programs, good at adjusting programs given to you for your own body, and paying attention to your body's signals to optimize recovery, which in the long run is going to mean better results. That's what today's show is about. It's an age-old debate. It's one that is increasingly hot right now in the fitness community, uh, volume and intensity, and which is more important, which do you focus on, which do you increase over time, and how do you do it? That's the question I'm answering today, giving you some guidelines in today's edition of Back to the Basics, the series in which I am trying to uncomplicate fitness for you guys, the listeners. Thank you for listening to another show. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz. Today is Wednesday, February, what is it, like February 23 or something like that? I don't even know, but today's show is going to be another edition of this Back to the Basics series that I've been doing lately, which is really just boiling down fitness to the essentials, what you need to know to make progress, set yourself up for success, and actually live a happier and healthier life. Fitness can become very complicated and it's very easy to get caught in the weeds because really the gurus, the experts love getting caught in the weeds. That's what they do for a living is analyzing every little thing. But in reality, in my opinion, there is a lot of success found in just the basics and you don't necessarily need all of that complication when there's so much power in simplicity. So that's what I'm talking about today. In the workout section specifically, what are the basics when it comes down to working out and training? And really, the answer lies in two factors, really three, but I'm going to go down to just two. I would say the three would be volume, intensity, and frequency. Frequency is a little bit more cut and dry and can be a little more individualized to your goal and things like that, Um, which is maybe something I can get into in a later podcast. But Today's just about volume and intensity. This is the backbone of any training program. Intensity meaning how hard are you training? That can be measured in um, percentage of a one rep max. That could be, you know, total weight. Uh, It could just be effort. And then also volume, which is more of a mathematical equation of sets times reps. Sometimes sets times wet reps times weight is volume. 
every training program that you do is going to have some kind of manipulation of these variables in it as long as it's a good training program. Now, the bad training programs will just hammer one or both just constantly, right? So a super intense training program would be an example for an extreme example would be like maxing out every single day where you're just really pushing how hard you are pushing your body, just heavyweight, heavyweight, heavyweight um, to make yourself adapt. Volume, a really, really bad program in just terms of volume would just be high volume all the time, day in, day out, every body part. You're just doing supersets, drop sets, giant sets, circuits, just reps and reps and reps and a ton of sets with no structure or strategy with how much you're doing. That is kind of how you misuse volume and how you misuse intensity. But any program, even the good ones, are going to have some kind of manipulation of these two variables of you know both. Really, it should have both in some capacity. So the debate right now in fitness, and a lot of people are talking about this, just another example of how sometimes the complications um, arise and really the simplicity is where it's at. Uh, this debate uh, between intensity and volume, what matters more for growing muscle, getting stronger and making progress, you know, the intensity crowd says, train harder than last time, push the weight up, beat your PRs, do more reps, make that kind of progressive overload progress. Well, the volume group is saying there needs to be a more structured approach of increasing volume over time of what your muscle can do. And that is how you elicit growth. Now, in a way, both are correct. I would say in that certain argument, the volume crowd is technically more correct in what they're saying, but the intensity crowd is taking the more simple approach, which can be better and most likely is for most people in most cases. Now, scientifically, maybe the volume is what is going to make the difference, but for most, just making PRs, doing another rep than last time, that kind of thing, that is going to get you the progress that you need as long as you're recovering properly from your training and not getting hurt. But a good program is going to manipulate both volume and intensity. So I gave you extreme examples of intensity and volume. I want to show you what rep structures and exercises as examples in my training would be classified under intensity training and volume training if you're splitting the two up. For me, for example, last week I did working up to a three to five rep max on overhead press. So this is in one workout, warm-up sets leading up to a heavy set of three to five, got five reps with 175 or something like that. I need to check my app. I don't really know, but that's, I think about what it was. So a heavy set built up to one, that's essentially intensity work, a PR doing better than last time and making strength gains. Then I actually followed it up with some drop sets or back off sets, you could call them, of 155 for four sets of five. So that was volume work, essentially getting more sets, more reps, more practice, and just more stimulation to that muscle in the rest of the workout. That's combined into one. Now, that's how I'm training right now because I kind of phase things here and there depending on a lot of things and really 
what changes my training the most is probably the weather and where I train. Um, so right now in my basement, I keep the workouts a lot more minimalistic, a lot simpler, a lot shorter, and a lot more focused on the intensity aspect and the volume, um, which I can, it's just a personal preference I can get into if you're interested, but it's not that important right now. What is important is how I would structure things at another time. So instead of mixing the two variables, intensity and volume in one workout where you do, you know, a heavy exercise, big set, big PR, and then back off stuff in powerlifting training, that kind of workout would be more like, you know, heavy squats, heavy bench or heavy deadlift, and then accessories. So you're going to be doing for a bench day, tricep work, close grip, bench press, skull crushers, push downs, maybe some face pulls, maybe a secondary bench exercise, like a dumbbell press. And that's pretty much going to be your workout. So an intensity exercise, one or two of those followed by volume work. That's a fine way to train how I train most of the time and especially in nicer weather. And kind of another way to show you volume and intensity separated is I'll use kind of a heavy light system, which there is volume work technically worked into every day because everything is volume, right? If you're doing any sets of any reps of anything, you're doing volume. But I say volume work, meaning building up a higher amount of volume for a muscle group. Heavy light days are going to look more like Monday, Tuesday, heavy, Thursday, Friday, lighter. So it, would, it might be a classic setup, heavy upper, heavy lower, rest, light, lower, light upper, or something like that. And that would be your week. Instead of light, you could replace that with volume. Instead of volume, you could replace it with speed. Whatever your goal is, that could be the focus for that day. Just getting more work in. Well, the base of your program and your movements are those heavy strength days, but you can't do that every day. You can't recover from that. And um, it's going to be a lot better if you kind of separate those things, in my opinion. So which is correct? You need it all, right? You can't just do volume without some kind of increase in intensity. You can't do volume with the, when the intensity is not there at all effort-wise. You can't just do intensity, beat PRs, and go home. You do need a certain amount of work per muscle group to make the change, and you really need the combination of the both. Once again, the answer is in the middle somewhere. Now, how do you structure that in your own program and manipulate the two? It's really all about a balance, you know? You need to balance your intensity and your volume properly, where your volume is supporting your intensity. That's how I think it should go. Your intensity shouldn't necessarily be just supporting your volume, and you shouldn't just be doing volume all the time. What you should be doing is volume to increase the size of the muscle, which is going to increase your strength, volume to work underworked muscle groups from your intensity exercises. For example, the face pulls, if you're doing a bench press, works the muscles that aren't worked on the bench press and probably aren't worked in your program enough in the intensity days or exercises or sets. Um, it should be kind of the supporting cast of everything, but it is really what is making the change in hypertrophy, but you do need that progression over time to get better, to handle more, to have a better work capacity, to just beat yourself, right? Because it's that intensity, those PRs that are going to make the change as you go forward. But the volume is a very important piece of that puzzle. So how do you balance it? It's a supporting thing. Are you making progress in the intensity movements? 
Are you making PRs? And what can you do to support those at the proper volume you can recover from? And these are complicated things to examine in your own training. What volume can you recover from? Now, there are guidelines that I could give you set-wise, but what I really recommend is more of a minimal training style. And I say that with caution because minimalistic training can be bad. You might get overuse injuries. You might um, not work on certain muscles that need to be worked and kind of injure yourself that way by having underdeveloped or unbalanced musculature. Um, But for the most part, a lower volume approach is going to be better for most people. And I want to give this advice as back to the basics, right? What works for most and what kind of training should you follow? In reality, what's going to work best for most people in terms of results and sustainability is going to be lower volume. It's going to be getting PRs, being motivated from those, building strength, learning proper form and technique, and recovering, recovering, recovering. Because we a lot of times have a lot of stress going on besides just training. It's not just the gym that we're living and breathing, right? It's work, it's relationships, it's family, it's friends, social life in times of no COVID and that kind of thing. So that's why I like to start people on pretty low volumes. You can increase, you can increase that as you go. So, you know, that's going to look like two to four times per week in the gym training, maybe with cardio on all the other days, if you want that health benefit. Um, but low volume. So only work up to a heavy five rep max, for example, of something, do two to three back off sets, do three to four accessory movements and you're done. That'd be a great training style split wise. Anything really goes as long as it makes sense for recovery, upper, lower, upper, lower, upper, lower, full body arms. You know, you can do that push, pull legs, shoulders, and arms. That's a good one. There's a lot of different ways to skin the cat here. The point is that you aren't overdoing anything with volume, making yourself really sore and prohibiting yourself from making those PRs when for most people, that's what's going to be driving success and progress. So in conclusion, intensity, how hard you're training and the weight you're lifting relative to what you can do, volume, how much you're doing. For most people, focus on doing more weight at a higher intensity over time. Don't worry too much about doing more and more work. That volume should be supporting the intensity, hitting the muscle groups you don't hit enough with the big intensity movements you're doing and providing you with a little extra work for hypertrophy, which means muscle size is only going to increase the strength that you have in the big movements. That's how you boil down your training. And if you are following a training program that you didn't write, you maybe have a coach or you maybe found it online or you're following an app or a free program or something like that, that is perfectly fine. But what you need to pay attention to in that case, are you making strength progress? So intensity, right? Are you able to increase that? Seeing the benefits in your actual PRs and strength over time and Are you able to recover from the amount of volume? If you are not able to recover from the amount of volume, just do something as simple as drop a set from every volume set 
and maybe you even drop two sets if you can't and then work up, add another one in. Um, focus on what you're recovering from. Pay attention to the signs of your body. Are you feeling fresh each training session? Are you leaving the gym feeling better or worse than when you came in? Are you sore day in and day out for weeks? Are you not seeing strength progress? These are all signs that your volume might be a little bit too high. This is all something I can get into later. Training is a very, very complicated thing and it can get it can get crazy. You can really get in the weeds. But remember, make progress, beat your PRs, support your neglected muscle groups with volume, and you will be just fine. You probably need less than you think and you probably don't need to do as much as you're doing. That's the advice that works for 80% of people just focus on getting better and your workouts shouldn't be that much of a burden. And that is my mission here to teach you guys that. Thank you for listening to another podcast, episode 391 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan, your host, and I'll see you guys on Friday for a Foodie Friday. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.